Ben, we need new stuff. Buddy, you're so right. But, uh, like, we haven't made enough money off of the ads and stuff to really buy anything yet. Well, there's a couple of schools of thought. We can be like Kenneth Copeland and just <laughs> declare money cometh to me. <laughs> but that has not worked for me yet. Yeah. Maybe you're not declaring it right. He doesn't, and it works fine for him. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. No, we can't do that. It's not legal. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I, I might have an idea. Of course. But you, you guys have to be do. on. Yeah, you guys just have to get on board with this. I'm never on board with anything that you put out. <laughs> All right. So listen to this idea. Funeral home director? Valentine's is a season of love. Are you and your loved one getting engaged this Valentine's Day? On your special day, you want everything to be perfect. Imagine the perfect dress, the perfect venue, the perfect scene, the perfect spouse, and the perfect officiant. Make your day even more special with an officiant from the Altered Podcast. We have two certified pastors and one in training. Go all out and select the ultimate experience, which includes a certified pastor, 10 premarital counseling sessions, confidence in a credentialed minister, and for an extra $100, a special choreographed dance during the reception. Choose from groovy choices of chicken dance, electric slide, Cupid shuffle, or the YMCA. <sighs> Book now on the Altered Podcast. to the Altered Podcast, where we honor God and the things he does, with your hosts, Hunter, Jessica, Finn, and Dina. Our marriage license are not valid in California. <laughs> <laughs> or anywhere else for that matter, because we are not doing that. <laughs> that was all just for joke. I so hate those. <laughs> um, but people love them. Yeah. Didn't you just get a testimonial this week from someone who said that they loved the intros before the intros? He said that. I. He goes, man, it just kind of sets a good vibe, you know, whatever. He goes, I love how everybody thinks that you hate those. And I was like, well, <laughs> I really do. So <laughs> he, he goes, really he, he goes Ben and Dean are just so pippy. Oh, thank you, whoever you are. And he goes, and you are just so not. <laughs> but the thing is, is when... Oh, we're not on the air. I'm usually pretty pippy, so I don't know what it is. I guess you put a microphone in front of you and you just get like a grumpy old man. Oh, yeah. Get off my lawn! <laughs> Welcome to the Altered Podcast where we honor God and the things that he does. He does. I am your co-host, Hunter. We're here with our co-host, Ben, and our co-host, Dina. Yep. So... We need, well, we, to, we need boo chance to go on that button. Boo. No, we need to, I need applause is what I need. Every time he says Ben, I'm just going to hit applause. <laughs> Can we just go, woo? That'd be good, too. Please Not don't. too loud because the baby's sleeping. So what, 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 what happened this week? Let's talk about it. So um, are we talking about what did God do for us this week? Um, sure. But first off, I have a prophecy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of random. Have you been watching too much <laughs> Kenneth Copeland? <laughs> just tell us. It's fine. So, when this comes out, the Super Bowl is well. It's already happened. We'll have yes, because right, we are recording this pre-Super Bowl, right? So, um, I have the scores. 
And was it straight from Twitter where they released that that picture that accidentally had the score it, of the Super Bowl ahead of time? See, no, I haven't seen that, but I knew that it was floating around. <clears throat> but because yes. I think theirs is thirty-seven to twenty-four, yes, right? It is. But they yeah. haven't already played the game. No, right? but they have it. There's this whole there's this whole conspiracy, conspiracy theory, theory that theory. the NFL is rigged. Yeah. And oh. so they accidentally released ahead of time this thing that said that the Eagles won 37-24. Yeah. See, I think it's going to be thirty-seven thirty-four. Oh, uh, why do you think that? Because I had a dream last night that Who I was watching the Super Bowl. Who is going to have thirty-seven though? <laughs> the Eagles. The Eagles will win thirty-seven thirty-four. Mm. And if it happens this way. Then I wish you would have made a bet on it so we could buy our new podcasting <laughs> equipment. But that's probably not moral. So no, I'm just. Should uh, we be bullish. gambling, Ben? No, we should not be gambling. Well, that's another podcast for another day. It is. Okay, so what has God done for us this week, Dina? Go. Well, for me, that was really good, Ben. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you would like to give us one, you'll have to pay us five dollars. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Huh? I'm just kidding. I'm just. I'm Uh-oh. still on the raising money train. You have to pay us $5. Tell us what God did for you this week. I'm just kidding. Continue. I'm sorry. My apologies. If you all could see my face, it's just... I'm really sleepy. Cause okay, Dina. Anyway. I'm sorry for interrupting. So, this week I had my first uh, KSOM class, which is Kentucky School of Ministry. And that was a really fun experience. And it really was. Um, and I was really nervous to take a KSOM class, but... Um, it was really interesting. I highly encourage anybody to do so who wants to dive deeper into the Bible and um, study it, uh, you know, I don't know, better, more, I don't know. But um, the one I just took was Old Testament survey, and I got 100% on my test, and that was awesome. Plus, I got to talk to a bunch of really cool people, too. Ben? Uh, so this week at work, I had some things that were just weighing on me that, you know, like I was, I was kind of stressing out about. So uh, the Lord helped me this week to, I've been kind of studying like some things that I feel like I need to improve on. And so one of them is attacking problems head on because if I'm not in like, um, what is it called? Uh, like emergency mode or stress mode or whatever, where I have a definite uh, deadline. Um, my default there, there's like four main ways that people deal with conflict. Actually, no, it's six. I'm sorry. Six ways. Um, mine is, um, avoidance. I just avoid it and let it happen and see what comes out on the other side and go from there. Yeah. You procrastinate, but uh, out of avoidance also comes procrastination. Yes, because it, it never changes, but I have a tendency to let things happen like that. So anyway, um, this week I was like, you know what? I'm going to attack these things head on. There's no reason why I would not do this because, you know, like with interpersonal issues, sometimes if you just sit back and wait for a minute and observe, sometimes they work themselves out. Sometimes they don't. Well, a problem such as needing to get things done at work will never work itself out. So why procrastinate? And so anyway, I was sitting there and I was like, you know what? There's no point in even trying to let it wait. I'm just going to attack it straight head on hard as I can go. And I'm going to solve all this stuff and I'm going to get it done. And I did. So I thought that was pretty cool. I have one more. I forgot to say this one. So this week for girls Bible study, like, so Ben, he's in charge of the men's Bible study. And so they went ax throwing this week. And so I wanted to do something really fun with the girls. So I surprised them with a trip to the peach cobbler factory, which if you've never been there is just overpriced cobbler. But anyway, (laughs) um, 
So we went there and when we got there, there was one person in front of us. And then when we started talking Bible and different things like that, it was just us in the store, which is very weird because it's a very popular place. So we had the whole entire lobby to ourselves because even the person that was working behind the cash register was back in the back, like working on stuff. So the whole time we're talking Bible, it's just us. And then when we finished the whole place like just gets crowded by people and so it was really cool because it was like God provided a place for us to sit quietly and have Bible study and then so it's pretty cool hmm. I don't know what you got uh, so right now through the church Ben and I are going through an eldership process which we've already been kind of associate pastors at church forever and a day um but we're going through eldership, which is more like co-pastoring than it is associate pastoring. Uh, well, no, it is co-pastoring. Um, yeah, I mean, you are, what is it? Equals with all of your other yeah. pastors in the church. So there's not really one higher than the other. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> there's been a couple things that has gone on, like in a sense of like we've had our meetings, we had our interviews, which I was kind of a little nervous for. And then... Uh, not everybody likes you, you know, so you're really worried about the vote or whatnot. So I've been kind of anxious about it, but the last couple of days I've kind of just mellowed. And so just really been praying about it and I've really not worried about it at all now. So it's just kind of cool to see your anxiety float away. I'm like, yeah, that's probably going to work out. That's good. (laughs) This is kind of how my brain's working. Hmm. So what are we talking about? What? Hey, first off, what is today? The day this releases. Well, yeah. Valentine's Day. The day where we celebrate love. <clears throat> I hate Valentine's Day. I love you, baby. Not you, Hunter. I mean, I love you too, but different way. <laughs> 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 well. <laughs> I feel like we're saying anyways so much uh, in this episode. Uh, well, okay. So it's Valentine's Day, and we're going to be talking about love in the Bible. What is love? Oh, don't start. Baby, um, don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Please hurt him. <laughs> but you know what we need to do first? Speaking of Valentine's Day and the ad we had beforehand, we need to have our real ad from Anchor. <laughs> and are we going to really play it? And we're really going to... Hey, I put it in there last week. What are you talking about? All right, you two. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> I love you. Let's have the ad. Three. Well, as Ben ripped into his Valentine's Day chocolates, we had our ad break. Mm, tasty. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's Dina's my face is priceless. I wish here's my see. here's my thing. Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, uh, Valentine's Day. I am not a fan of Valentine's Day. There's multiple reasons I'm not a fan of Valentine's Day, and here is why. First off. I don't like Cupid. All right. He's a weird old man dressed up in a diaper with wings and an arrow. Are you talking about Cupid? That's what I just said. Cupid. I, I, yeah. Um, then, second of all, you, shouldn't you treat your loved ones, especially your spouse, in a loving way all the time? Yes. Okay. And second, my wife's birthday is February 9th. <laughs> <laughs> so February 9th is <clears throat> always a week before February 14th. 
It yeah. is. Always. 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 So we always, it's just a lot of money, man. It's just a lot of money. So like this year, Jessica and I both agreed not to get anything for each other for Valentine's Day, but we're going to go out and have a nice dinner. But I think that it's just a, it's just a crap, it's a stupid holiday. It's a so money Valentine's Day is actually named after, which historian, t- I can't talk. Historians, um, there's two different, like, I guess, Valentines or something. Valentine people. Their last name was Valentine. I don't know. But anyway, historians go back and forth between each one. But I think there's a patron saint that, like, kind of goes along with it. And then, of course, you know, they always say that, you know, it goes along with some sort of pagan holiday as well um, that talks about love and and that sort of thing. Um, And then Cupid, I did have a fact about him, but I don't know where that went. Yeah, okay. Oh, well. Yeah. But um, I did have some interesting facts that people spend um, over $20 billion on Valentine's Day gifts. Hmm. So ridiculous. Men <laughs> spend around $291, and women spend about $106. Oh, that's crap. We get gypped. Yep. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, here's my thing. Again, I just, I generally, I, it just disgusts me. Uh, so why is Valentine's Day a thing where men have to buy women gifts and women, like we just saw in the statistics? You're trying to woo us. Well, I've already, already married. You should always be trying to woo your spouse. Well, no. They do say that when you stop dating, the marriage thing dies. Thing is, I've treated Jessica... Same. <laughs> From day one of dating till now. We go on dates. We talk a lot. Don't you want to do something special for her? Like, that just like, I don't know, rekindles your love or something? Just because you want to? Uh, yeah, but it doesn't have to happen on February 14th. Well, that just helps to remind you that that oh, needs to happen. No. Because for some people, they would never do it except for the <laughs> one day a year. Well, maybe they should not be so stupid cheap. I agree with that. Like, do you send her flowers at work? Ever? She hates flowers, so... Uh, milkshakes? I did ask her if she wanted raisin canes today. There you go. She See? said no. Oh. Well, <laughs> but, that's her fault. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I'm just saying, this is a, a gift where it's super commercialized for men to go out and spend a lot of money that nobody ever has. But do you have to spend a lot of money? We just saw the statistics. Okay. Or you could rig up your... Uh, like your Christmas lights Here we go. into this like beautiful outdoor patio scene, cook some steaks on the grill, put on some fancy music, put out a tablecloth over your back patio thing, build a little fire because it's probably cold, and you know, eat a nice romantic dinner out on the back deck. And are you out any money that you wouldn't already be spending? No. Steak. Steak's expensive. Steak's expensive. But would you eat steak at home at some point anyway? That's probably true. Yeah. See? But can't you do that throughout the year anyway? Yes. Okay. It's just that but Valentine's would you? Day <laughs> yes. Is, yes, I would. Is a day that is formalized for us to do so. So. And so. And so. Regardless of how you feel about it. Like we have to have Christmas every year because people wouldn't celebrate Jesus. <laughs> and that's you know what, that's true. It's <laughs> literally what we do every Sunday. So that is true. 
But oh, so oh. does that mean I could sing Christmas songs all year round? It does. <gasps> now, before we go off, ben, before we go off, Ben, ben yes. shut up. Before we go <laughs> off the rails, let's rein it back in. So we're going to talk about honor God and the things that he does. And Christmas trees. First off, I would like to honor God in the fact that he gave me a lovely wife, even if she aggravates the craziness out of Hunter. <laughs> like right now, he's got his head in his hands. He's pushed his mic away. I'm, I'm particularly thankful for my wife and the fact that she does that to Hunter every once in a while because it is funny. But no, it, to kind of rein it back in for a minute, Valentine's Day is a day where we celebrate love, right? And so... I love Christmas. I just... <laughs> I'm trying really hard here, wife. And so, I just want to point out a few things about love at its most basic form. And then we'll kind of wrap things up. So, love in its most basic form. Now, I am reading out of 1 Corinthians 13, or if you want to call it 1 Corinthians, that's fine, except we don't have the first letter to the Corinthians. Um, 1 Corinthians 13, which we call the love chapter, it is also right smack in the middle of a bunch of spiritual gifts, as our pastor loves to point out. And so he says it's a spiritual gifts chapter. It kind of is, but it's kind of not. It really talks about what is better than any spiritual gift you could do, and that is to love people. Um, because the Corinthians were not loving towards their neighbors. They, they particularly wanted to show who was better than the other based on what spiritual gifts they were using at the time. And so he puts this love chapter right in the middle of all of it. He says, let me show you a better way. And then he goes off about love. So we're going to talk about love. But this concept of love still applies regardless of if you're talking about spiritual gifts or if you're talking about your spouse. Dina, what you got? What? Tell me about it. You know what else has gifts? Christmas. <laughs> And Valentine's Day. Oh, buddy. And your wife's birthday, which comes all real close together. I think Hunter just gave up on this episode. It's now the Ben and Dina show. <laughs> so anyway, so let's talk about love for just a minute. Now, I'm reading 1 Corinthians 13, 4. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. Now, I've read this 100,000 times at every wedding I think I've ever done just about. But that's okay, because it's worth reminding us about. Because knowledge demands repetition. So anyway. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy, is not boastful, is not arrogant, is not rude, is not self-seeking, is not irritable, and does not keep a record of wrongs. So see, you shouldn't be irritated, Dina, because you love her like a sister in Christ. No, I see. I'm not mad at her because of the past things that she does. It's the things in the moment that she does that <laughs> aggravates me. <laughs> it's not irritable, Hunter. Um, love finds no joy in unrighteousness but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, Hunter, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. I believe and hope all things that she will stop doing an intro before the intro <laughs> and talk about Christmas all the never. time. <laughs> oh my. So anyway, so if you're out there and you're going, how could I make my marriage better? How could this Valentine's Day be a day where I do what Dina was talking about. Just do something special for my wife. How could I do this thing and make it particularly great? Well, step one, it starts today, which I guess when this releases is Valentine's Day. It starts today, but it, it as Hunter very astutely pointed out, does extend into every day of the year. Number one, you can be patient with those you love. They may do things that aggravate you to death, but you can still be patient with them. 
Something that I heard one time was instead of like looking at this and comparing your spouse or your loved one or someone and putting their name in where it says love, you should be putting yourself into that. I am patient. I am kind. Hmm. I do not envy or boast. Hmm. And that puts a different spin on it almost. Because hmm. sometimes whenever you might be feeling... I don't know, unloved or something like that. Put yourself into this and read through it and say, am I doing all of these things? Because if not, maybe, you know, I have something that's out of line that I need to focus on and um, maybe go through. And, you know, the back of your Bible usually has this little space where, like, if you want to look up boastfulness or envy or something like that, it's going to give you some verses that go along with that to maybe even read if you need um, something to look at. That's good. Yeah. So then are you kind? Are you patient? Are you kind? Um, and I think these next ones are pretty big. It's, it's, it's some of those things that I don't think we realize we do until it's too late, but it says that love is, does not envy and it's not boastful and it's not arrogant. And yet how many times, um, do you ever find yourself exalting yourself, ex exalting yourself over your spouse, for instance, because of the fact that you see them doing something that's so great, you know, um, love doesn't envy. It's not boastful. It's not arrogant and it's not rude. Hunter. Hunter's not rude. He just, you know, <laughs> but anyway, um, how often do we. And, and I find myself doing this. I'll, I'll talk to myself here for just a minute, fellers. Um, how often do I see myself being rude to my wife when I'm not rude to other people as much? And it's all because of the fact that she knows me better than anybody. She knows what I'm going through better than anybody. But that doesn't give me an excuse to be rude, right? Love is not self-seeking. It's not irritable. Again, why am I that way? I don't know. But... This Valentine's Day, and this can be something that goes on in the rest of your year. Every time you catch yourself being irritable, stop it. Well, and two, there's actually like a reason that sometimes people are more irritable and go off on their spouse when they get home is because it's somebody that they're comfortable with and mm -hmm. someone that they know who won't leave them, uh, hopefully. <laughs> right. But um, with that also, like it's not good to take like abuse. If you're in an abusive relationship, like that's, that's not okay. But you know, um, say you've had a really bad day at work and you come home and I don't know, it's, and I've done it to you. You've done it to me. Like, you know, you just kind of like say something that's, you know, a little like spicy, you know, <laughs> but usually <laughs> it's got a little heat on it. <laughs> but, um, in our relationship, you know, we also know that it's safe to tell the other person, Hey, yeah. <laughs> you're in the wrong right now. Yeah. I, I don't I, necessarily say it that way. Most of the time, but. I, I, I don't like it in the moment, but I am always glad when Dina goes, listen, you need to, you need to calm yourself down just a little bit. Cause I do not appreciate the way you're talking to me. And it does. It helps. It, it's a gut check, right? Because it, and we know we're saying it out of love. We're not saying it to right. be mean to one another. Right. We just are like, Oh, yeah. so I need to go over here and, yeah, it's time Check for me. Myself. Yeah, it's time for me to go put myself in a timeout for a little bit, you know. <laughs> and that's okay. Sometimes you need a little self timeout. I'm just taking a self timeout right now. <laughs> He's learning so much on this podcast. I know. Hunter, you ever take a self timeout when uh, you're irritable towards your spouse? No, but I probably should, because um, I'm I'm usually very patient until mm. I'm not, mm. and then, yeah, yeah. And my wife never, her voice never 
raises above like this tone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because she's so quiet anyway. Right. That's so, probably her yelling. <laughs> like so, like if she's talking to me, like this is this is it, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm the one that gets fr- frustrated. Yeah. So, as you all can tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't happen often, but that was what uh, our pastor and I was talking about earlier. You know about praying praying with each other, that. Uh, you know, it's hard to do these things because your spouse knows you better than anybody. Mm-hmm. So they see the worst of us. Yeah. But I find comfort in that because she sees the worst in me, but she loves me more than anybody probably on the face of this earth. Mm-hmm. So um, there's comfort in this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that also goes with what another reason why you want to marry someone who's equally yoked as you. Mm-hmm. Because if you have someone who's not a believer, they're not going to take the whole praying and making another person better as serious as you. Yeah, for sure. I like this next one. Verse six says, love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. And so that's one of those things that I I don't know about Valentine's day as much, but it is something where you keep each other accountable. You know, um, the Bible talks about Ephesians where I'm supposed to help present my bride to the Lord um, as a spotless um, I can't remember what the exact wording says now, but basically like I'm supposed to present him to the Lord one day um, as hope, hopefully having helped her attain to the salvation that she's been called to be or called to have or whatever. So anyway, the point is um, I'm supposed to help her be that. So I'm not supposed to rejoice when she um, is unrighteous or falls into unrighteousness. Rather, I should help her in that, right? Um, I shouldn't help her uh, fall into sin. And so love um, finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. Little side note on the truth. Sit down with your spouse at some point this Valentine's Day season. If you're going to go on a date today, tonight, take her hand, look her deeply in the eyes, and tell her the truth about something that you like about her. It's pretty simple, hopefully. Because it's the truth about something that you like about her. Um, and ladies, do the same thing for your guys. Tell them the truth. Tell them something that God does in them, through them, with them, whatever. Um, something that God's changed in them, something that God has helped them with, whatever. Where do you see something that is praiseworthy in your spouse? Send them down and tell it to them today. The truth. It's great. It's like an ad for the truth. <laughs> <laughs> for $2,000, we no, I'm just kidding. Uh, verse six, love finds no, we already read that. Verse seven, it bears all things. Talking about love. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Is there something in your marriage, listener, that um, is worth bearing, but you don't want to? Is there something that your spouse does that is driving you crazy and you're going, maybe it's time to get out. You should not because love bears all things. It also believes all things. And so if you're sitting there and you're going, you know why he does that? It's because he's a piece of crap. He didn't pick up his socks because he wants me to be mad at him. Or picks up his cups. (laughs) Okay. Now we're getting a little too real here because that's me. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Phil show. I am your host. (laughs) No, we know. He knows that the cups kind of drive me crazy. I, I do, and I forget, and I leave them sitting on the end table sometimes. And we're not talking about me here. Um, <laughs> it's easy. 
<laughs> we are now. That's <laughs> true. Love believes all things. So you should believe in me to to help you know. I do. I believe one day you're not. I'm going to stop <laughs> leaving the cups out. Uh, love hopes all things. Love endures all things. Love never ends. Now, now this is not saying that you cannot get frustrated with one another. No, right? but you should but having, be patient. Having unrealistic expectations is not a good thing. That's true. And um, also never confronting somebody about the things that bother you is also bad. Right. But it should be done in a conversation, not in, hey, this is making me upset. Yeah. But th- I, I would appreciate it if you would think about me when... I present these to you, mm-hmm. or if you're about to throw your socks in the floor, think about how it bothers me and don't throw them in the yeah. floor. Yeah. And like, don't be all passive aggressive or being like, well, since he did that, he's not getting something else later. You know, that's never a good thing. Yep. Um, we, uh, we talk all the time in premarital counseling about the best defense is good offense. So never let something get to the point where it festers and you explode and you're just like, if you sucks, blah, blah, you know, instead. The Eagles showed that on Sunday. <laughs> instead, the Watch best the Chiefs, defense is a good offense in that you should speak to someone about the things that bother you ahead of time. And this goes with any relationship, any not relationship. just a spouse. Yes, yeah, definitely. your friendships or anything. Any, if anything frustrates, like if I do something that frustrates somebody, I would much rather them the first time it happens to come talk to me about it yes. than to let it fester up and then we cry about it later because we're all so like frustrated because you're not talking to me or you know, you're being weird or something and like, then I just start panicking about what's going on. Like, there's nothing good about that. The intro before the intro. (laughs) Hunter, I hear you, but the fans love it. See, see, she does, she, she does prove that she does not do what she preaches. The the words we're looking for is anyways, (laughs) on this day where we love each other and we celebrate the fact that we love each other, we're moving on. Um, but these to those no goals, no we're moving on no okay so, but these life goals are not just for spouses everything that we've just talked about is for every sense of relationship that is true right so yeah. if if it's coworkers to the point you should love your coworkers you yeah. should love your boss you should love the people at your church down to uh, your mailman everything what about your enemies uh huh yeah. Well, that's easier said than done. Should I should I be patient with my enemies? I am patient with Dina all the time. She's not your enemy. Uh, what? No, she's not your enemy. But should you be patient with your enemies? Yes. Should you be kind to your enemies? Yes. All of these things actually apply to literally every person you come in contact with, regardless of your status, quote unquote, with them. Right. Um, hey, roommates out there who I'm, you may not be, we may be talking about your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever at all. You may be talking about your roommate. Roommates, endure with people. Help people. Be patient with people. If you see the trash that's full today and every other day from now on, you should just take it out. We used to play this game when I was in college, and I actually stole it, I think, from somebody else, where you would literally pile things on top of the trash can as high as it would go. And when something fell off, which we would just pick it up and try to pile it back on, but when something fell off, it was your job to take the trash out then. And so, man, that sucker would be like twice as high as the (laughs) trash can was. Um, His current roommate does not like playing that game. We don't play that game. I'm going to start airing your dirty laundry here in a minute. No, I'm kidding. Um, But the point is, the point is. Uh, That is good right there. You should also 
<laughs> be patient and stuff. Anyway. I'm so happy my wife isn't here for this. I love you, baby. Uh huh. I hear you. All right. So, so, I, so, John 13, uh, 34 says, "A new commandment I give to you that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also, you are also to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciple if you have love for one another." Yeah. So again, we talked about this not too long ago, but Jesus turned love into a verb, where it's not just how you describe something, but it's how you act towards people. Um, this is going with how you should treat your spouse, right? You shouldn't just tell your spouse you love them. You should act loving to your, towards your spouse, but towards everything, because love is how the world sees you as Jesus's disciple. Not if you go to church on Sunday, not if you have a cool, fancy, uh, Bible that you carry around or a bumper sticker on the back of your car, but it's about how you love the people, right? These people may never see you read a Bible, but the way you treat them, they will know that you're Jesus's disciple in this way. That's good. Thanks. I took it from the Bible. That's good. So why do we honor our spouses? This is the last thing I've got, and then I'm done. Why do we honor our spouses? Hunter, why should you honor your spouse? Um, I think that honoring is for something we do when people really mean something to us. Um, and they hold a special place in our heart and they have a place of, um, have a place of love in our heart. Um, especially when your spouse is awesome, like mine is, who does all the things that she does. You know, she works, she's a mom, she cooks and cleans and all these things all because she loves her family. That is a reason to honor these things is because how she treats all of us. She literally does what exactly what John thirteen thirty four just says. Mm. Yep. Dina? Why should you honor your spouse? Well, for me, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I think it's just an extension of showing, I don't know, just how much God loves me that he gave me somebody who helps to lead our household and does all the awesome stuff that you do. And you're a, the cat daddy at the house. And I am the cat daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're changing your name on the altar podcast. Group. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Cat daddy. <laughs> so did so done. Oh, man. Sorry, babe. That's okay. I love you. Love you too. You're the perfect husband. Oh, 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 oh thanks, babe. <laughs> but no, and I love just, I don't know, getting to make you feel special and doing things for you. I really do enjoy, you know, that kind of stuff and just watching you um, grow each year just in your faith and different things like that and moving on in your job and you know you're the director now and I just love getting to celebrate all that with you hmm. that's my kind of you so I was I was shooting for biblical things but after Dina's answer like yeah that was that that was really good um, meant a lot to me um, hit me straight in the fields as a matter of fact I'm kind of speechless um <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to go with mine because I am. I'm speechless. That was so good. Um, I, obviously, I want to do all the same things. You know, like I, I want to honor my spouse because I love her and I, I want her to have the best things in life. And um, my goal is that um, Dina would never look outside of our marriage and go, you know what? I wish I had what they have, right? I, I want Unless her Unless they have 20 cats because we don't have that many. <sighs> oh, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> 
by the way, your name is officially changed to Cat. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm just kidding. What? I don't that, know. My name? Don't, oh, no. no, my name is really officially changed to Cat Daddy. <laughs> oh, I see what you yeah. mean. You're just Just so you all know, cats. we have this, like, group chat amongst all of us. Where we plan the And so podcast. sometimes we have, like, we switch nicknames in it. Yeah. And so, like, Jessica, because at the very beginning of our, when we started working on the podcast, she would sleep because she was pregnant. Hunter named her Naps Through the Show. <laughs> that has stuck forever. <laughs> and we reference that from time to time on the podcast. Yeah. That she is Naps so through I the wanted show. to like just clear that up so that everybody's like, what is the secret language that they're speaking? Yeah. And so now Ben is Cat Daddy. Yeah. Well, you're the creative director. Yeah. I don't know what Hunter is. Editor. Editor. <laughs> and now I'm Cat Daddy. Cat. Ben was host. For I, I was. That's because I claimed myself to be the host <laughs> at one point. Anyway, it's great that out of my misspeaking, that's what my nicknames are. But that's beside the point. The The biggest reason, why do you want to honor your spouse biblically? The reason why I come straight out of Ephesians chapter 5 again, um, there's a whole bunch of stuff here that we don't have time to unpack. So I'm just going to read a couple verses that says in the same way. This is verse 28. Husbands are to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves... Uh, I can't read. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hates his own flesh, but provides and cares for it, just as Christ does for the church. Since we are members of his body, why do we do this thing, basically? If you look at this passage and read the whole thing, which we don't have time to do. The reason why we should honor our spouse every day is because our marriages are a reflection of God's love for the church. And when people see us treating our spouses in whatever way, it is a reflection of God's love for us. And so, every day, every day, I admonish you, believer, to love your spouse, to love your brothers and sisters in Christ, to go above and beyond to make sure that your needs are not the first needs in the list of priorities, because that's what the Bible teaches us to do. Um, and you know what? That was my last 10%. Make sure that you're doing stuff for your spouse, because you exalt Christ through that. Hmm. Yeah, my last 10% is, I'm not a fan of Valentine's Day. Now, but I'm going to say why. That verse you just read is literally how we're supposed to act every day. Sure. So I am, uh, am not a fan of men or women who are treat their spouses like crap all year long and then try to make a public appearance on Facebook or go out to dinner one time a year to say, how, oh, baby, how much I love you um, when you don't act loving all year long. You know, <clears throat> like I said, Jessica and I's marriage is not, is not perfect. But, you know, we fight and argue and whatnot. Not a lot, but it happens, just like every other couple. But, you know, I tell her all the time how much she means to me. She does the same. We go out on still keep date night alive, even with two small children. Um, we still have to try to have fun together, like those things. You know, keep love alive. Mm -hmm. um, and ultimately, we look at Christ as the center of our love. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, every day is Valentine's Day. Every day is the day that I realize how much I love her each and every day and how m even much more I love her every day. Um, so I don't need Valentine's Day. Honestly, it's kind of a slap in the face to people, I think, who do this every day. This is, um, I think it just sets a bad, bad example, my personal opinion. But I say that um, if you have a hard time, if, you, if you're, you're having a hard time remembering this or... Um, you're trying to do better. Listen, Valentine's Day is a good day to start. 
it's a day of, it's a day of love right that uh, we as a society recognize so start today do these principles today and keep it on throughout the rest of the year and so the next year on valentine's day you're not gonna have to work that hard on valentine's day to just do the same thing that you've been doing every day all year dina well, I do like Valentine's uh, Day. Of course because, you do. <laughs> well, I just love holidays. But um, I think it's one of those days that we can stay intentional, just as we do other days throughout the year, like you said, Hunter. And, you know, we should intentionally be showing um, love to our spouses or to our friends or whatever all throughout the year. But I think it's also kind of special to have those special days to be super intentional. So. And the last thing I have before we jump into Hunter's Rain on question <clears throat> is this is also known as Single Awareness Day. <laughs> um, the thing is, is if you are single and listening to this podcast and you are saying, listen, I've just been praying to God about finding someone or whatnot. Here's the, the rule of advice. I don't know where I got this from. I, I've been saying this forever, but I got it from somewhere. So it's not my own. You need to do what God has called you to do. You need to do the line of work that God has called you to do. And when you focus in that wholeheartedly, you'll look over one day and you'll see somebody else who is doing it, just doing the exact same thing you're doing. And that will be the one you marry. Hmm. Um, do what God has called you to do. And he is faithful to the end. Hmm. So um, don't be down and depressed on Valentine's Day if you're alone. Um, go find some friends and go watch a movie or something. Right. And and listen, and just focus on this, how much God has loved me throughout this year mm -hmm. that I can reflect on it this day. Yeah. That, um, and really as a, as a family, you should be doing that anyway. Take Valentine's Day and say, hey, listen, here's how much God has loved me. Mm -hmm. You know, what has God done for me since the last Valentine's Day? Yeah. And focus that around Valentine's Day. That's a Valentine's Day I can get behind. <laughs> Whenever um, I was a student, um, our girls Bible study, we would go, we'd all get dressed up and go out to eat and say that Jesus was our date. There you go. And then we would just talk about how much God loved us. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> ben? Hunter's like, cannot relate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Hunter's random question. There it is. We're going to get a little personal here on this Valentine's Day edition of the podcast. And it's really nice because my wife's not here, but I'll tell myself, so it's fine. What is the biggest pet peeve you have that your spouse does? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know this too. You already know this. Okay. I'm a big chunky man, right? <laughs> um, they say that you should be in shape. I am. It's round. Round is my shape. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm working on it. We talked about that before. I'm working on it. I've done a terrible job at it. Um, but I'm working on it. And I'm, I'm doing, I'm trying to put the work in to completely shift the identity because I've realized that dieting doesn't work. I flip flop back and forth, but that's not the point. The point is Dina organizes things by putting them in piles and I have a ghetto <laughs> booty and I knock things over. And so my biggest pet peeve is when she puts things in a nice pile and then I knock it over and then she proceeds to go, Ben, and I'm like, 
Don't put it in a pile. Put it in a shelf. I organize things. That's what I do. Except it's in a pile. Put it on the shelf. This is the best question <laughs> I could have ever thought of. But instead of going out, I go up. She does. And then I'm, and then her pile goes from the floor to about three feet high where my ghetto booty is because I got short little legs. And I knock it over. You know, thank you, Cat Daddy, for telling us that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and partially because there's piles, um, uh, Ben likes to leave cups and Bibles all around the house. I so do. <laughs> yep. I leave wherever I have my quiet time in the morning is where my Bible and my cup stay. Yep. I know where he's been because the uh, peanut butter container will be out on the counter. His cup and his Bible will be where he was sitting at. I would just like to point out that the peanut butter container has gone back consistently <laughs> For at least the last month or so. Yes. So, good job. So, my pet peeve with my wife, and she's not here to defend herself, um, so I will tell myself as well. Uh, my pet peeve with my wife and her pet peeve with me strives out of the same thing. Um, so, it's kind of nice. And we experienced <laughs> this yesterday. Oh, my. Um, so, we're cleaning the house because we're having a Super Bowl party here, right? Um and I'm honestly just tired of some of the clutter that's here. We have two small children, and that means clutter everywhere. So I'm, I'm just getting kind of tired of it. Um, that's probably one of her pet peeves of mine, too. But that's not the one I'm going to share. <clears throat> so when I clean, I enjoy turning on music, having like a dance party, like, and clean the house, right? And have a good time. Like a Miss Doubtfire kind of scene? I, I don't know if I've ever seen that movie. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it, but it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. That's the one with Robin Williams in it, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's one of the first cross-dressing movies, thinking back on it. Listen, it's probably funny back in the day, but it's too real now. Yeah. <laughs> so, she, my wife is not that way when she cleans. She gets super focused, and she wants to get it done quickly, and... She does not. This is not. This is not joking matter. Like she wants to get it done. Don't talk to me. Whatever. So if I'm home and clean with her, our vibes don't mix well. Mm -hmm. um, that's usually why we do it alone. Either she cleans the house or I clean the house. We don't do it together. Um, so because she's like, I'm just trying to get done. So that's my pet peeve with her. I wish that she would get be a little bit more friendly <laughs> and fun in the the moment of cleaning. Because it's like if I'm gonna have to do this, I want to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, and Lily, Lily will come in here and dance, and the baby's starting to learn how to dance, so uh, we have a good time. So hers is whenever she is in that mood, I ask her what's wrong, and that makes her mad because nothing's wrong. She's just trying to get done, but to me, something's wrong. Yep. And so now she's like, and now I'm like, no, there's obviously something wrong because look at your face. <laughs> and so then she's like, well, you, you just don't believe me. Then she gets upset. So that is one of the probably the many pet peeves she has of mine hmm. uh, or of me. But that's the one I'm going to share today because that's we just experienced that yesterday. Hmm. There you go. But you know what? Even in that, I still love her anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And with mine, you know, I, I joke about Ben having cups and Bibles all over the house, but I'm really thankful that he is reading the Bible. And staying oh. hydrated. <laughs> Ben's like, they're usually coffee cups. Ben's like, there's they're nothing I hydrated. can say positive about your piles. So. <laughs> I am thankful that she's organizing and she's organized. And I can ask Dana, hey, where is this? And she knows exactly where it is. It's just, it's probably in the pile that I just <laughs> knocked over because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, and if he tries to put the pile back, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's is, not how it's supposed to be. Yeah, this is really true. Dina in her house has a leaning tower of board games. She does. Hey, we got a bookshelf for that now. Oh. We do. 
Well, we're working on it. I'm all, is, is the board games in the bookshelf yet? Most of them. Okay. Except for the ones we can't fit in the bookshelf. <laughs> well, and so we have our tote of ones that we always take like to game night or on campus. The popular board games usually stay in the tote and all the rest of them stay on the bookshelf. All the misfits stay on the shelf. Got it. The ones we don't play as often. Whatever. There are ones that we don't take as many places like, for instance, Ticket to Ride. Fantastic game. But we're not just necessarily always going to take it places because yeah, it's you have a to lot. Have a, that's a commitment. Risk stays on the shelf. We love it, but it stays on the shelf because you can't just play Risk with people five hours later. You're still playing. So... Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Altered Podcast, where we talked about Valentine's Day, we talked about board games, we talked about pet peeves, we talked about, honestly, a little bit of everything. We talked about the Super Bowl. Christmas. Love, <laughs> which is the whole point of Valentine's Day. So, listen, if you have anything that you want to talk to the Altered Podcast about, there's a Facebook page. Go like it. Uh, listen to us on your Spotify or your Apple Podcast or, you know what, really anywhere. Stitcher. If you're yeah. not using Stitcher? Stitcher, we are. I like Stitcher actually. I've been using it lately because we're on Stitcher, and I wanted to try it out. Kind of like it. Well, yeah. you know what? Thank you, Stitcher. So for we having hope you have a holly jolly Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Altered Podcast. Be sure to join us next week for a brand new episode. Also, be sure to join us on the Altered Podcast Facebook page for updates and other cool content. See you next week. Thank you.